The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So when I was, um, I don't even know how old, I was in Eretz Yisrael, and my brother um, got sick for the second time, right? He had, uh, he had uh, cancer once, and then he got uh, cancer again. It was right after... He just texted me that I can say the story. Um, I was going for it anyway. It was right after... Um, <clears throat> it was right after... Uh, the summer, and it was getting closer to Chagim, um, and they figured out that whatever they were doing, whatever chemo, whatever they did the first time, isn't working the second time around. It was a little more aggressive, it wasn't working. So they decided they're going to go for what was then this very groundbreaking new uh, research, they're going to go for uh, stem cell treatments. But in order to do that, they had to keep them in the hospital for about three weeks straight. Now, Khalila, no one should ever know about being in a hospital at all, but if you know somebody or whatever that has been in the, to stay there and not be allowed outside and barely be allowed to have any visitors because the whole concept of keeping them in quarantine was that whatever this process is that they do it robs you of, of every uh, uh, antibody, everything that you have to protect yourself. So you, can't, you, can't, you couldn't go see him if you had a sniffle. You couldn't go see him at nothing. So he was basically quarantined to this tiny little room the only break he would get was for about five minutes in the elevator going down to like radiation, great break, and then coming back up. That was, that was the whole, that was the time that he would like leave the room. So it was coming closer to the high game. It's a, it's a, it's a long story. I'm not going to get into how it happened, but um, it was getting closer to, to the high game. It was getting, uh, it was, it was ready uh, Sukkot. And I knew that over Sukkot, my parents were going to have to come and be in the uh, and be there the whole time with him, and so for him and his sanity, I said uh, that's not going to happen. That will drive him crazy. Imagine being alone in, in just in a room for an entire uh, a with just uh, and just with your parents. It, it's rough. So I said I, I found a way to get back home, and I came in and I told my parents, you know, leave. I I, I got this and. My parents left, and it was just me and my brother, and we happened to be extremely, extremely close. We were like best friends. And uh, and just in case he listens to this, I don't want him to get a big head over it. Right? So I, you know. And 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 right, so I was staying with him. So it was Simchas Tyra, and whatever they had just given him was the really bad stuff. And every limb of his body was on fire. Just every joint was killing him. From the top of his head to the bottom of his foot, everything was killing him. And he was in such insane pain that I mean, we were making fun of everything the entire time. And this was already the point that even joking was already not helping. He was in such pain. And it was Simcha's tire night. And he turned to me and he's like, Yossi, you gotta, you're gonna have to go to shul. And I said, all right, I'll dive in the thing over here and come right back in. So he said, no. He said, it's simplest tire. You got now. Even at that point, my brother happened to have been uh, uh, a, a very impressive tamachacham and and an eye of tire to the level that was way beyond him. And he said to me, he goes, you gotta go. You gotta go to the uh, go to shul. Go to go to the shul. He told me where it was. He's like, go there and please. He's like, you gotta dance at Kafis for me. He's like, I can't move. I'm, I, I can't stand up. I can't anything. Just go dance at Kafis for me. 
He said, I'm going to try to maybe, you know, I don't know, sit up or something, but it's just, it's, I can't move. Go dance at Kafas for me. So I said, you know, listen, I can't leave you, this and that. We're fighting back and forth, back and forth. Finally, I agree. I'm like, fine. You know, he was really adamant. I'm like, I'll go. So I get up and I go to, uh, I go down to 20 flights. That's why I don't want to go. Go down to 20 flights and I go to, uh, to the shul. And I'm used to, I went from one hakafas to the other hakafas. So I'm used to, when I was a kid, we used to go to the Moroccan hakafas in Brooklyn, and it was a madhouse. It was unbelievable. It was incredible. It would go till who knows what time at night, and it was, I mean, not from with the front. It was the most beautiful. You saw the mashav of Tyra of some of the least religious people you can imagine when they came to that. It was unreal. I went from there to dancing with Marash Shiva at that, at that time, Rav Asher. And, and that was also, the whole yeshiva, it was, it was a, a, a thing, dancing with the people that you're learning with is, is a different level of, of appreciating Samchaz Tyra. So, um, so I went to the shul, and it was not any of that, basically. They did these two runarounds around the thing. It was mostly people who just had relatives in the hospital and wanted to go to shul and come right back. It was two runarounds around the uh, the bima and went run- and that was it. The davening was over, and I came back with just this really low feeling. I was like, "Wow, I really missed the simchas Torah this year." I, I didn't think about that coming out, but you know, I, I oh, I, I I missed simchas Torah. I didn't get to really feel simchas Torah this year. And I'm walking up these flights, and I'm feeling sorry for myself like crazy. And I'm getting more and more depressed. Finally, I come out onto my brother's floor. And I hear some nurses screaming or yelling something. And I see that uh, they're pointing at my brother's room, and these two big orderly guys come running into the room. I see them running down and turn into his room. So I go running down the hallway, and I look in. And there in the middle of the room is my brother. And... He's, I don't know how to explain this exactly, but he, he had his IV uh, uh, broad thing that you would carry around with him, with him, and he's like on it, and he's kicking his feet and flailing, he's falling, he's falling all over the place. And I turned to the orderly and I yelled, which I don't normally do, I, turned, I was like, help him, pick him up. And the guy turned to me, he's like, he's, he keeps yelling and saying no. I was like, what are you talking about? And I run up to him and I grab him and I pick him up. And he turns to me, he looks at me, and there are te- you ha- I've never seen my brother cry like this. You, the pain that was in his face was unbelievable. But he, had the, he, he looked like a crazy person, because he had the biggest smile you've ever seen. And as I looked over, because I'm picking him up, as I looked over, I see he's holding his hummish. I'm like, Ari, what the heck are you doing? And he goes, Akafas. And he's crying. And I picked him up, and I tried bringing him over to the bed, and he starts fighting me. And I realized he wasn't fighting. <laughs> he was trying to dance hakafas with me in the thing. These people must have thought we were out of our minds. Because now not only is this nutcase doing it, fine, he's on a lot of drugs, it makes sense. But the normal one showed up and is just beer hugging him and throwing him around now. Like an idiot. So one of them is in a backless hospital gown. The other one's in a suit and a hat, which, why? And he's just doing this. They're like, listen, let's leave him alone. I don't know. I, we don't, just, our work here is done. And they just left. But they couldn't possibly understand 
that the Shechina was in that room. It was the greatest hakafas I ever danced in my entire life. It was the best simple story I ever had. And it taught me a lesson. That was the greatest zman I ever had when I got back to Yeshiva after that. I got back with a different understanding of what Torah does to us. Of the depth and level it brings us to. Of the love affair that you can have with it. You can fall so in love with learning if you give it that chance. You can fall so in love with her if you give it that chance. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.